Welcome to Real Love Stories, episode number one. I'm really excited to be announcing this and releasing this because I've been sitting on the idea for about a year and a half. I've been having a lot of people um, in my coaching practice just say that they haven't seen a good example of a healthy relationship. And whether that's because of their family or their community that they're in and there's no healthy examples, people very quickly can give up on love because they don't know what healthy looks like. And so I know a lot of couples that have been together for a really long time and super passionately in love. And I want to highlight those stories and interview those couples to see how they did it. What's their story like? Because it's not all sunshine and rainbows, but then give them an opportunity to, to pass along the wisdom of what helped them and how they were able to make it through. And hopefully with having a few episodes released, I think we'll begin to start to see some patterns of what people are saying so that we can really take that and implement it into our lives and, and never give up on love. Um, so that is the concept of real love stories. Um, I been sitting on the idea for a while. Like I said, I just haven't released it cause I was wanting to make it all polished and perfect, but instead I'm just kind of sitting on it going, you know what? I have a few episodes already filmed and let me just put it out there. So you are listening to episode number one. Now it's completely unedited. Um, and it's the real raw conversation that we had. So let me know if this is helpful, please DM me because um, I want, I do want to keep doing this, but I would love to hear insights that y'all have. If anybody knows any couples that think that they would be up for something like this to inspire other people, uh, please connect me with them. Um, and yeah, I feel like this could be really be a big thing because the world needs more of this right now and the world needs more love right now and the world needs more faith right now. And I think that this is what we can uh, bring to people through this platform. So without further ado, this is uh, Sheila and Nate Blue. They ran into them at a personal development event probably like almost a decade ago, I think, uh, when I was really young and got, you know, got to friends with their kids and stuff. But um, I always looked up to them and we just stayed in touch over the years and they continue to inspire me in so many ways. And so um, I'm not going to go into too many of the details, but you're about to hear the, the conversation that I have with them. Um, take some notes, like actually sit and listen to what they're having to say. And this is a really potent conversation. So you're listening to Real Love Stories, episode number one. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. So how long have you guys been together slash married? We've been together 30 years, married 26 in September. Amazing. So when did you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on who you're now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess it really does depend on who you ask. But So the, we met our senior, the beginning of our senior year of high school at our youth group at church. Uh -huh. um, I had been going to another church for years. We had just changed churches, my family. And that night that I was there uh, was the first night I met Nate. He was a greeter at the door. I came home that night and told my sister, I'm going to marry that guy someday. That, <laughs> that was me. And I was 15. So, yeah, I, and I had a girlfriend at the time. I was dating a youth pastor's sister-in-law. Uh -huh. And, uh, and I, you know, Joelle, her best friend was just, who introduced us. I mean, I, I just met everybody. I greeted everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Bug. yeah I didn't know her from boo. So <laughs> I just, um, it wasn't until like almost towards the end of our senior year in a trip, mm -hmm. um, that we really kind of got to know each other. Um, 
And then, because she got herself into my circle of friends, and I was, I was pretty slick. She stalked. <laughs> you were determined, is what you were. Right. <laughs> That's the word. Yep. Stalking, determined. <laughs> so, there wasn't the internet back then. It wasn't stalking. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. So, thought she was cool. Then we laughed. We had a good time. We were friends first. We were friends for, for a while first. How long? Ooh. Gosh, I think that first year we really, like like you said, that end of that senior year, we just kind of hit it off, like joking, being friends, circle of friends, hanging out. We probably hung out as friends for about a year before he mm-hmm. actually asked me out on a date. Mm. Awesome. And so when was it that for you, Nate, of like, there might be something here? Well, that was probably, I don't know, maybe a little time later because... You know, <laughs> because yeah, it's kind of a blur. But I was I was such a social bug, and I had other friends that were females that sometimes caught my interest, or maybe the timing wasn't right with them, and and so I never really hundred percent dedicated myself to Sheila. But I wasn't cheating on her or nothing like that either. I just was like, we're dating. Then I didn't really think of anything going going anywhere longer. Yeah, I wasn't thinking that far ahead. Yeah. It wasn't until, I don't know, uh, 20, about 21, right? Yeah, yeah, about, year, about 21, yeah. Yeah, so about, maybe about two years after that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because we kind of hung out and we dated a little bit, but yeah, it was about two kind years. Kind of group-ish then, dating. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Right. So. We were young. Yeah. <laughs> so because of that, like, being so young, I mean, people change a lot, especially in their 20s. So what was that like for you guys in your relationship as, you know? We actually, so um, going out, um, you know, we liked each other. And because we were young, we actually got engaged Mm -hmm. uh, when we were 19 and 21. And we broke it off. Because, like he said, you know, it was, I think it was the cold feet, and we were both young. And it was like, Hey, this is forever, and you know, kind of a thing. And um, I'll, I'll say, I know he'd say this too. It was more him than me, but it was he wasn't sure it was the right decision. You know, maybe there was still somebody out there. Was I the right one? And so we kind of went our separate ways, actually, for about a year, and then almost a year, I think, nine, ten months. For ten months. Wow. Um, he came back, and and like you said, there was some maturing that happened with both of us. And um, I wasn't I wasn't easy on him. I didn't make it easy for no. him to come back. no no so um there was that um and so I think there was you know just being young and then having that time again apart I looking back it was definitely a good thing because we were sure it's what we wanted to do right you know so Mm -hmm. a lot of it is because of our faith too you know it's just we we met in our church youth group and then we just we grew but then even being young there's some still have to kind of find yourself, you know, when you're young, you know, and I, I, I did feel scared, wasn't sure. She wasn't rushing me or anything. I didn't feel rushed. Just wasn't sure if I was mentally ready for marriage. So I thought maybe there was somebody else out there. So I dated another girl and then, you know, eventually, you know, God tapped me on the shoulder and said, you need to call Sheila now tonight. Wow. So I didn't call her. She said I never would have heard from her again. She had a time frame in her mind there that, wow. 
But yeah. That was a God so, thing. Was it was it like the deadline, like the last night? Of yeah, day? it was one of those things where, you know, we, like I said, we'd had a relationship for a while. And so, you know, when you break off a relationship, you go through that whole process of, I mean, I, I consider it like grieving, you know, you kind of let go all the stuff that goes with all that. And there comes that point where they're not part of your daily thought process anymore. And you kind of have finally gotten over it, let go and moved on. And that's, that's where I was. I was. So when he called you, what would, I mean, what was going through your head? I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like that was honestly what I thought. Like, (laughs) man, I finally was like, you know, moving in a forward, you know, just like, okay, I got over it, moving on. I could see a life without him in it, you know, that kind of a thing. And process, just process through having that relationship and, so, um, I, like I said, I, I didn't make it easy. I really told him I didn't really want to see him or talk to him because I had finally just kind of gotten there and I didn't, didn't really see any point of us talking again, but he begged, <laughs> he did beg. And, um, so I told him I'd give him lunch, I'd give him lunch in 30 minutes. That's what I gave him. Wow. So that was it. So what was, the, what, did you, what was going through your head and like, okay, I got 30 minutes. Like, <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> That's the difference between men and women. <laughs> I, guess I, I guess I said the right thing, did the right thing, or acted the right way, looked her in the eye the right way for her. To... Well, you were just sincere, I feel, maybe. You know? I definitely, you know, I was definitely honest with her. I, yeah. I know that, but I don't remember our conversation. I remember her her disdain look, just <laughs> look of displeasure at times. Go and prove it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So it really was a process. It was harder to regain her trust and her heart again than the first time, you know? So, yeah. Because we had history and then we took time apart. So, yeah. Coming back together it was kind of like, okay, you know, why, why, why would it work now? <laughs> Right. So, right. Yeah. so what, so why did it like go beyond the 30 minutes for you? Like what was, the- um, I think he was sincere, definitely sincere. And I, um, uh, I guess I, he was so sincere and determined to be like, I'll, I'll, I'll prove to you that this isn't just, you know, Hey, I tried something that didn't work and I want to come back. Like I guess that's the way I took it. Like, okay, you went out there and, saw that you, you know, okay, I was young. So it's like, yeah, you know, there's nothing as good as me out there. So you came back. That was my thought. So um, he did. And I was like, you know, why should I bother? Right. What, what could you possibly say or do to make me think that you're going to not want to do that again or not think that, you know, and, you know, if I recall, it was like, you know, you know, I'll, I'm in it for the long haul. I'll prove it to you. I'll show you. I really know. And, and he told me, he said he was praying and God told him, he said, literally God like tapped him on the shoulder and was called Sheila right now. And I think for me, cause I had my, we both had our faith. We did have, um, we were rooted in that. Yeah. Um, and it, I don't, it wasn't a, it wasn't just some, you know, Christianese or some language to get me back. He really was like, Hey, you know, and I had said, okay, you know, if it's going to work, God, it's going to work. If not, not, and I was ready to go. So I thought, well, if God tapped him on the shoulder, you know, and he was sincere and he was willing to be in it. You know, I wasn't going to make it easy, but if that was the case, then, you know, time would tell and he'd prove himself. So it was, wow. you know, I'm a huge person on like, 
forgiveness and loyalty and, you know, kind of like, you know, you really got to do a lot for me to check you off my list, you know? So it was kind of like, you know, okay. And so it seems sincere. So. Wow. So a distance between us too, we had, she was living in, um, yeah, we were living like an hour and a half away from each other at that uh, point. California mm-hmm. at that point. So, and that was part of the challenge too, you know, with the initial breakup too. I had a whole new set of friends and community of people over here. And she was back home with our old group and still going to school and whatnot. And so it was a little bit of separation. And so, but it made it work. Yeah. Well, so like that, that's you basically were doing long distance ish with Yes. Also rebuilding trust at the same time. Which, yes. Wow. <laughs> so like not easy at all. Yeah. yeah. So what yeah. was what was the, I mean? How long did that last? Did who moved to who? Like what? Yeah, about two years. Probably yeah. almost two years. That was actually because I finished up. Wow. And uh, yeah, he did a lot of driving over the hill, and I did the same thing, and uh, yeah. just a lot of time on the phone. There was no cell phones back then. That's how old we are. But uh, long conversations, you know, on the phone and letter writing and things like, and honestly, yeah, and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Yeah. Wow. That's Determination. awesome. Determination. That's, yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Uh, yeah, because I know that there are people out there, and I guess if you were to give some wisdom for anybody that's in a long distance relationship now, there's a lot of with that, especially around like trust. You don't know what the person's doing. And even though we have the internet and people are more connected, there's still that yeah. Yeah, no thing. So, I mean, just on this bit alone, like what would you say for anybody who's kind of struggling with that? What do you think? Well, I, I think, number one, I mean, again, for us, our our faith is number one, you know? And then that's really a, a bond. So, um, so... I think with trust, there has to be um, a, a foundation there. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if you're starting out, I think you have to really, I, I, I don't know, it's hard to, without God in our life, it's hard to imagine you know, something different. And, you know, the, the trust and the bond that we had to develop, you know, but I don't know. I just think just being honest and being sincere and not giving any doubt to the other person is, is key, you know, even in a long distance. Yeah. I think, I think if you're going to do long distance, it's, it's not a, there's not a blanket answer, but I think it's important. We had a foundation before we went long distance. Mm -hmm. So we dated and we had, we had been in the day to day. And so, knew each other. I think that's where it can get hard because when you're not, like he said, he had a whole community and different group of friends than I did. We didn't have trust from before. That would have been even harder, harder to build because you're not building it together first, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. started out that way. I I don't know that it would have had the same outcome, but we had already had, um, you know, a friendship, a bond and a relationship together for a time, like two years before that distance was there. Mm -hmm. And we had that trust built. So it's, it's not easy to do, but you know, I mean, it can be done for sure. But I, it's just you know, again, like you said, friendship, trust, yeah. all that good stuff. You know, just not giving anybody the doubt, any any doubt. Right, and like not letting those insecurities creep in. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. 
So I know that we were talking uh, a bit before we started recording about um, like we met each other like seven years ago, yeah. it's something like that. And I remember seeing you guys and just, it was just like, yeah, they're, of course they're like still together. And it was almost in my mind, like you were newlyweds because y'all, you just, <laughs> energy, you know, right. so like fresh. And then it was like, oh yeah, we have kids. And, you know, and I was like, what? <laughs> right. So, like, and, and just to see you guys still in that space, like, that's yeah, we're going to be grandparents. We just found out we're going to be really? congratulations. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so yeah, I mean, what other, like, what wisdom do you have to pass on to people around relationships? Uh, just kind of if there would to be any, the key elements to your, to your relationship on how you're right. able to keep the fire passion alive as well. Right. You know? right. Um, com- communication is key. Um, there was a point where we had some, a communication breakdown, um, and it really affected our marriage, but it, because she didn't open up fully and I wasn't opening up and it would really, you know, created a distance, even though we're living under the same roof and we had a family we were raising, it, it created a distance. And so that, that communication is just be honest. You know, sometimes we we're going to say, things that are brutally honest and might hurt the other person's feelings, but it's better to be honest than not to say anything at all. I think as far as keeping that kind of fire, passion, fun alive, it's being intentional, number one, in your marriage. Um, And that can get hard, especially um, uh, I know that roles have kind of changed some, but they're still out there, whether you're the main parent watching your children, whether it's the mom or the dad at home or whatever, Um, That can get day to day and the focus can change from this to that or whatever career, anything. Um, So I think just being intentional and making sure that you make time for that person and remember that that came before the other stuff came before the kids came before all the other things. Um, That's number one. And then the other thing is I think too, um, you know, in, in all reality, being together 30 years, it's like, I think sometimes we get caught up in wanting that, that fire all the time or that passion. And, and I hear, and I, I've told other women this, like, you know, they say, go, go back to when you first started dating and remember what that was like. And it's kind of funny. I get the intention of that, but you can't cause you're different people. Oof. And I think the important thing is, is we can't, you know, some of those things you don't go back to cause you've changed. Um, I think what's important to keep that fire alive is to remember that it, there's not always it's not always passionate. It's not always like, oh, amazing, you know, hot love, all that. But you can look across the room and all you got to do is lock eyes. You don't even have to say words anymore. You know, there's just some things that have so much more. It holds the same kind of intimacy as it did in the beginning with other things, you know, physically, maybe other ways. Um, so I think that's the key is just like he's, and that all boils down to communication too. We, we have our own language. Over the years, we've created our own language. And I know there's no other way. You know how twins have their own language or whatever. It's like we look at each other and we don't even have to say anything. Right, there's there's jokes, there's laughs, there's looks. We know. <laughs> and I think all of that to me is how you keep – that's a love and a language that we've built and it will only ever between the two, be between the two of us on the face of this planet, you know? Right. So yeah. that's, that's what keeps it going and alive. That's special. I love that. And I, and I know that you guys are also in business together too. Yeah. 
Yeah, yes. I've, uh, yep, I'm, we're in year four of a company and a restaurant, and um, Nate, he's also a, a, he's been an EMS, a fire department paramedic for 30 years. Um, I thought that was cool when I met him. You know, guy in uniform, that's what did it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, there was that. Um, but yeah, so he does that and on his off days, he's uh, amazing and he helps uh, with the company, with our restaurant cafe so that's that's pretty cool too so yeah how's that been in terms of the marriage of like going to that space and working together uh, and then also having the container of the relationship it, it's had some challenges but we have a, a goal and and we keep that perspective you know forefront mm-hmm. there's always there's always some challenges because you know i'm quote unquote a part-time employee you know <laughs> or a part-time business owner yeah. I have a full-time career, you know, so, um, and so she has a manager that kind of runs everything when she's not there or takes the role of the back. And so I have to, you know, it, it's taken some time for me to find my role there. Even as a business owner, I still take um, uh, directions from a manager because she's there all the time. Yeah. So there was some, uh, there's a, there was a challenge there and a, and a balance and for me to accept that. Was, but we 100% solely support one another. Um, and I do a lot of back end stuff. Um, He's awesome. The maintenance, mm-hmm. shopping. The honeydew list. He I do a lot of stuff that people, you know, they don't the grunt see. work, you know, that uh, yeah. we don't have to pay somebody to do. You know, and I'm okay with that. He's always been my biggest fan. He's amazing. He tells everybody, even on his ambulances, he'll talk <laughs> about pie we sell, you know, and they'll come in and be like, hey, he picked me up on a call, a 911 call. Next you know, they're coming in for a pie. Um, he's awesome. I think for us, the challenge in the marriage side of that has been um, turning off work yes. when we're home. I think yes. that's been it. Um, so because because that's, I've pretty much built the company. It's mine. And he's like said, he's, he's been a support system and awesome in that it's be turning that off and us remembering, okay, it's, it's not work 24 seven, but coming home and being like, okay, like I said before that intention, like, okay, it's, it's date night. or so how do you, Yeah. So do you work. just like say it out loud, make sure we go to that place. And then yeah, sometimes, yeah, we, sometimes do. we have to no work, no work. Cause I'm a, I'm a clock guy, you know? So <laughs> I'm at work at six o'clock. And I'm there for 24 hours. And when I leave, I leave my work there. You know, I, I don't bring home my, my day. But as whatever. an entrepreneur, but as an entrepreneur, yeah, as an entrepreneur, you know. she's constant. And I just, I'm not clocking to work. I really don't want to hear about it. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, not all the time. But yeah. yeah. So, but there's sometimes it's necessary to have conversations outside of work outside of time because she could just get so busy at work or I could be busy and there's no time to talk about it. So we have to talk about it in off hours. I just, it's just hard for me. Like when I have to be in a mood or mentally. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, it, that, that's been the only challenge I think yeah. too. The other good thing about it was we, we actually prior to this, um, I, because he's amazing and worked hard, I was able to stay home um, and raise our sons and school them. So I did that for almost 18 years. And there was, 
I'm having to learn, like I had to turn off uh, school mom, you know, it was like teacher mom, mm -hmm. be like just mom at the end of the day. So I've had to learn to do the same thing with business and we've had to be like, you know, so there's that marriage. I had to find that switch. And, you know, that's one of those things, like you said, that we're, we have to work on doing constantly because, mm -hmm. you know, as an entrepreneur, yeah. always something cooking and you're always. always like the next, yeah. And yeah. it's hard not to be like, blah, 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 you know, all the time. so I'm a verbal processor. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. There you go. So verbalizing yeah. and moving, moving that space. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I love that. You guys have gone through like a lot of, of shifts and transitions, which I think have, is built the connection that you guys have for each other. Um, yeah. Like, and I think just getting to know each other better as you grow, because it, it seems like that's what you guys have done really well. Mm -hmm. Just continuing to get to know each other because it's continuous growth. Like, I just want to share that reflection. That's beautiful. Oh, thank you. Um, what have there been any other like things, big, big challenges popping up in your relationship or that pertaining to your relationship, whether it's, uh, you know, other people, especially in the beginning with the, why are you going back to the guy? I'm sure that was said, you know, like uh, navigating that type of stuff. Was there anything or just, um, yeah, you mean marriage challenges? You mean that we've overcome? Yeah, just, just, oh, yeah. Just, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, there's, um, we've had a few and um, almost to, and I'll let him, he can give details, but um, to the breaking point, I mean, to be honest, and, and I think that's the hard part um, where, and I am never going to uh, put a blanket statement out there and say, oh, people today don't understand or they're not in it for the long haul. They are, I think, one of the greatest lessons I've learned as, as a wife and as a spouse, just in general, um, and it can go for husbands or wives, I believe, is we've lost the art of fighting for your marriage when it's hard, when the worst part comes, not to walk away and go, hey, I don't deserve this. I deserve better. I've done this. But to fight for it when, when it looks like you should walk away because it doesn't look like it's serving you. And I know that kind of sounds contrary, um, but I think for me, um, we've had a, we've had two instances just um, in some challenges in our marriage early on where we almost walked away. We almost called it quits, like divorce. And I, I want to say that because it's real, because people really do. And it's, it's working through those things that build an even stronger if you can, if both parties want to work at it, if both parties are willing and both parties are intentional and both parties are in, then you can. And I can honestly say, and I wouldn't wish any problems on anybody, but as you know, sometimes it's the struggles that build our, build the muscles and build the strength, right? You work out, you know how that works. You got to break down muscle, build it. But um, I think those are the things that have really um, caused us to go, okay, we're either in it to win it or we're not. And we're either going to work at it or we're not. And it really has been, we had the right foundation. Yeah. Even though the house crumbled a couple times, we had the foundation to build it back up. And I think that's key. Um, and I say that to say, cause it's not easy because crap happens. I mean, bad stuff happens in marriage. That's life. A lot of stuff can happen, but does for better or worse really mean for better or for worse. And I think it's when you a lot of people give up in the for worse and what their definition of for worse is. And so, and, you know, I guess you have to decide what is that for you. But for us, what I thought was my for worse 
we actually walked through it, overcame it, and here we are. And I wouldn't wish it on anybody, but I'll tell you this, we are stronger, and it was the marriage I had always wanted prior because we decided to be intentional. We decided to fight for it, and it was worth fighting for, not only for us, and and this is where I see the benefit of that is the legacy that we get to leave because both of us come from um, generations of marital um, strongholds and destruction, um, divorce, infidelity, generations, both of us, a lot of things. And we decided when that came into our life that we were going to be the generation that stopped it, that we were going to be the ones that said no more, and that we were going to break something so that our sons, we have three sons, had the ability to see a different legacy in front of them than what we had been given. And so fighting for it for that reason was, was everything for us. And we're on the other side of that years and years later. And now we're watching our sons get married and our sons have children and, our, and watching them not even have to walk through some of the things that we had to walk through. That's a gift in marriage. I mean, I can't even explain that, but it was, it was worth the fight. It was worth what we went through and we did it together. You know, sometimes the person you want to run to is the one who's hurting you. And that's not what you don't hear that in marriage. Nobody ever told me that. No one ever told me that part of the struggle, but it can also at the end of the day, be the most beautiful thing you guys have ever walked through because you did it together and there was nobody else around. I'll tell you what, sometimes when the doo-doo hits the fan, everybody leaves. Yeah. And all you, you, they do because they don't want to be in, you know, they don't know which side to pick. They're all in trouble. But when your best friend, you can fight through it together and you can work through it together, even though you did it to each other. I can't even explain something like that to you. It's worth fighting for. And there's beauty for ashes on the other side. And, you know, we, like she said, there's generational things in, in our families and strongholds and that's never an excuse. I would, you know, but there are things deep rooted in our DNA from, you know, family generational mess, right? So, and we never, we really didn't have the support of our parents when we got married. So, because you know, of the race thing? The, the interracial things. Yep. And I'm biracial, so my parents are mixed. And so what is the odd? And they so, weren't supportive of it? Mm, not really. Not my that, dad, really. That sounds uh, crazy. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, That's a whole other show. Other, I'm sure. So, um, but anyway, so we really didn't have a... So we really, uh, really bonded with each other. We had to. We had to early on. And then about 10 years into our marriage... There was a, there was a breakdown in our relationship where she was she had her group and she had her teaching the kids grow you know kids and I was starting a new career and the pulls of that um, just really broke us down and I didn't communicate well and she didn't communicate well we did and I ended up having an affair and it was not intentional it was nothing I really sought although you do kind of build up a relationship, but when you, I don't think you, I didn't go into it knowing that I was going to do that, you know, it was a game or something like that. And then it happened. Yeah. It was breakdown. So 
But when I was confronted with it, and I knew that, you know, I knew it was wrong before, but when I was confronted with it, I knew I had to confess. And I knew that it could ultimately dissolve our marriage. But through prayer and counseling and, again, coming together and fighting for something different, realizing that we both had a role in this, even though it was my fault in the actions, it was... We both had a role, and we had to work at that. And and we had to fight for we, marriage. We had to fight. We fought hard, and there was and probably that was one of the main reasons why we moved from California to Texas. Um, my my job was also dissolving our my positions. My position as a paramedic at the fire department too. So that was kind of the same time. And that was kind of just the extra added push to move us to text fresh start. a fresh yeah. start right so we definitely overcome yeah <laughs> but it was great because we other than my uncle we're, we're not super close to him other than his family we didn't know anybody out here so we made friends out you know we made friends together um uh we had to rely on one another and we had to be there for our sons and um so and again, we had that found foundation, and I know that sounds maybe weird or hard. And again, yeah, I wouldn't wish on anybody, but no. there was that we had a foundation, and it broke down. Communication broke down. Things broke down. We found ourselves, I think, like a lot of people, living married single because we both had so much busy going on. And when yeah. we restarted with a new fresh start out here, we decided what we weren't going to put back on our plate. You know what? Because we could, in hindsight, go, like he said, communicate and go, here's, here's where we both broke down. And how do we not go back to that place? And how do we continue to stay intentional? And how do we? And so um, it was worth fighting for. It was definitely worth fighting for. Um, and I think, again, I don't think everybody doesn't get to that point necessarily. But I think it, it's an easy, slippery slope to get there. And I think a lot of people, that's what, and they've seen, and unfortunately, there's a lot of, you know, um, blended families and things now, and that's that's not any blame or anything, but that's the norm. It, it, it kind of is, you know, there's a there's a lot of it, and it's accepted, and um, and I, I know that there's always different circumstances, and so it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter what our background is, but we just decided we wanted to choose different because we both had that in our mm-hmm. past. That was our story. Right. And I didn't want, I didn't want my children to have to have another dad other than their dad or live with that marriage. And I thought, was it worth it to me? You know, cause that's what I had. And there was hurt in my life because of it. There was things in my life because of it. And I'm like, you know, what is it worth fighting for? What well, was worth trying? And I, here's the question I asked myself, have I done everything? Can I ask myself at the end of the day, have I done everything I could possibly do to make this work? And I really thought about it. I hadn't when I was honest with myself. Had I, and so I'm like, okay, if I can do everything I could possibly think of and then it still doesn't work, then I feel good about going, okay, this didn't work. But at that point, I hadn't done everything. Mm. And so that's where I was all in going, okay, well, I guess guess i could do that and i guess i <laughs> the things you, you know, don't want to do right 
Yeah, but it's hard. It's hard to be honest with yourself, especially when you're, you know, in hurt mode or you know, whatever. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's it. And again, just being intentional, really. That that was a period of our life that actually reignited. Hey, why were we in this to begin with? And that love, and again, you know, wouldn't wish it, but sometimes when you go through the hardest things you can imagine, they're the most. Uh, I don't know what you call it, the strongest building blocks. Really, it's. It just made us remember why we were together in the first place, why we fought for it in the first place, why we did it in the first right. place, you know? That's right. So, and here we are, still here. Yep. Still fighting for it. Absolutely <laughs> incredible. I love it. Right. And, and it sounds like you, you all had a lot of breaking of trust and you, you're so trusting with each other now, uh, which is amazing. Right. What, do you, what would go into rebuilding trust? Um, because that's something that I feel you guys are uh, experienced that. Well, again, as you said multiple times, being intentional. Okay, yeah. Other person's needs. Um, and sometimes that's just listening. That's creating a, a date night. Um, or, you know, just, again, just being open in conversation and where you're at um, and what you're reading, what you're learning. And she shares a lot of stuff with me about the stuff that she's learning and reading. And then I'll go back and, I'll listen to it on, on audiobook or I'm not a huge reader. So, um, so, um, but I, I take that. I'm listening to that that way because I want to be on the same page as where she's at, you know, and she's, you know, way beyond where I want to be in business. She puts a lot of time and effort into it. And, um, and then I go back and I kind of just try to, Glean some nuggets, and just so I'm aware of what she's learning, you know. Um, I think for me too, it's um, building back trust. Whether it's um, it's it's honestly, it's forgiveness is the key. Forgiveness, real forgiveness, and real forgiveness. Um, that was one thing, you know. And not to dwell on that scenario, but how do we build trust from there to build back a marriage that is still going strong and what it is today? Um, was to say that if we're going to do this, um, we're not going to bury the hatchet and leave the handle sticking out, you know, like the work song. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to bury it. Um, And I'm not going to bring it up. We're not, it's not going to come up in an argument, not going to hold your past against you. And um, true forgiveness. It wasn't, it wasn't overnight. It's not easy, but what it looks like it's um, to forgive someone to bless them and then to release them of it, release them of the hold they have, because then I wouldn't be free if I didn't. And it's allowed me freedom to trust him. Um, those were one of the words I did say, actually, um, in coming back together after that, I said, um, just know that, um, you know, I'm going to work on trusting you again, but it'll never be a hundred percent. Just know that can't ever be a hundred percent. And that's where God is good. And my faith, um, and that staying in the word and staying in prayer. And again, just forgiving and truly forgiving. Like I've been forgiven my belief and releasing. Um, God really taught me mercy and grace and forgiveness. And it was like, Hmm, I forgave you and don't hold it against you. You know, and if you're really in this and you're really saying this, what does that look like? How do you walk that out? You know, and for me, this life lesson has taken, I've taken it into my business and I've taken it into every single relationship. And what was interesting 
I didn't realize at the time I was going to lose some key people in my life um, um, that I had to forgive after all this, but I have learned how to. And it was huge. It was huge for me emotionally. It's helped me move forward in, in life, in success, in relationships, and in business. Had I not done that, had I not learned it in this marriage, in this, in, it sounds weird, but the safety of a marriage situation, it wouldn't be something that I could learn and move forward with in every other area of my life. But that's key. Forgiveness is key in being able to trust again. You can't trust if you can't forgive and you can't rebuild. It's just not, it's, it's not, I don't see how it's, honestly, because you're always going to have it in the back of your mind. And I never would have thought I could say that I could trust my husband hundred percent again, but I can't say that. I can't truly say, and, and he took actions to rebuild it. He took actions and said, I will do, you know, I'll spend the rest of my life if I have to. And he has, he's been diligent about it in actively building trust, building trust, building trust. And it's not, it's not a thought anymore. It's not, you know, and not, having that little in the back of your head, you know, that whole, I was raised with, it's not if it's when they leave and always being for it. That's what I was raised with. So to not, to go into marriage with that, always expecting it. Then when it breaks down, it was like, Oh, there it is. You know, but then how do you go from there and go, no, no, it doesn't have to be. No, it doesn't. You don't have, you know, how can I fully trust? And I think a lot of people come to marriage, come to the table with that. Like you say, why, why do they think marriage won't work? because they haven't seen it work because somebody told them it won't because the trust, their example of it wasn't there or nobody ever told them the truth. And the truth is sometimes it stinks. Sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes it's really hard. Sometimes you want to walk away. Sometimes if you don't like the person, but there's a different kind of love that keeps you there. And I think those are the things that nobody teaches us. What does that look like tangibly in life? Does that make sense? Um, we want this, you know, picture euphoria, like it's always awesome. And we're always being treated with this amazing, awesome love. But then, like I said, there's this deeper, deeper love that goes and you can't explain it. It's like that, you know, there's a song by Need to Breathe. Um, what is that? The Stones Over Rushing Water. Yeah. I love that song. It's like, it's what's underneath that makes those stones smooth. The water is just rushing. You don't see what's going on for years and years and years and years to make those stones smooth, make them the way they are. And that's the kind of love that you have when you go through the good and the bad. It's sticking it out. It sounds weird, but stick out the bad stuff. You'd be surprised what's on the other side. The Absolutely. good stuff that you think you want in marriage is on the other side of the bad stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sense. Yeah. And, but imagine if you ask the people who've been married even longer than us, the 50 years, the 60 years, yeah. They'd probably tell you similar, I would imagine. I'm right. looking forward to being those yeah. people that are there, you know, <laughs> telling you how it is. <laughs> right. right, right. Well, I appreciate you guys keeping it real with this and like just your story, your love, like it's all phenomenal, really. And I'm just so honored that you guys were here to share and just thank you. Seriously. What's you? I know you you're about to be grandparents. What else is new? What else is exciting? Oh my gosh, I think that's the biggest bit of news. Yeah, that's um, a big, just, yeah, because she's uh, just found out. She just got an ultrasound. So we found out, what, three weeks ago, Tina? I think so, so yeah. About three weeks ago, and then we got, she got her ultrasound this week. And, um, you know, so we're coming into a new stage of our life. So our youngest son just graduated high school. So we have one that's in the, yeah, one's <laughs> in the military, he's overseas, 
One's, you know, a couple hours away, married and expecting his first child. And then we have our, our youngest who's in and out of the house because of work and school, and, you know, started college and, and whatnot. So we're coming into a different season of life where we are, you know, not that we never stop dating, but we're, we're dating again and we're, we're really it's putting... It's all about us. It's about us, yeah. We don't <laughs> have anybody anymore. Yeah, so, yeah it, it, it's it's fun and it's, you know it's different it, yeah it's it's different we're, we're looking forward to what that brings us you know and awesome. grandparents yeah you know, i'm gonna spoil the heck out of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think that's, it. that's the newest thing like we said yeah. in, in that dating again it's like you know like i said earlier like remember how it was when you were young and dating it's like but we're different people now so now we're even like going what do we want to do? Like, what are our interests together now? Cause we, you know, we've changed over time, yeah. the things that we like. So it's almost like, you know, Hey, if we were to meet today, you know, at our age, what, what would we be interested in? What would we go do together? What would, so it's kind of fun. We're sort of learning ourselves as a couple again, right. um, in a different way. So that part's making it fun between that and the business. And actually that that's something that's been really cool to be honest. That's something that's exciting for us. I started out with that, you know, and Nate's been amazing. Um, one of the other challenges that we walked through was um, me losing my brother in Afghanistan. And just, it was a huge gap for me in life and the grief that I walked through and some things. And um, God gave me the gift of finding a way to grieve and do something with my grief. And I started out selling some frozen pies in a farmer's market. It was my brother's favorite pie is what it was, a chicken pot pie. And giving, wanting to give the money back to veterans and widows and orphans. Veterans is why I did it you know, to feel like I was doing something in the name of my brother. And um, starting out with that, had no idea a year later it would turn into a business and a restaurant and cafe. And here we are three years into a restaurant. And so there's that and it's phenomenal. We've got, you know, 13 employees and there's this whole business and, and we've grown that over these last four years and it's kind of cool and exciting. And there's some days that while it's challenging and frustrating, like all business, it can be like, we sit back and look at it and looking at the numbers and just again, just through all the COVID and everything, we never had to close our doors. We have a fantastic community. Um, we got to still, people kept their jobs and we just got to look at each other at the end of the day where, you know, we met as these two kids in high school and we're like, we we're, we're doing this. Like we did this. We're these, were, these were Literally. things on our bucket list. Yeah. That whole adulting. We're like, no, I didn't do that. We're here. We have three sons. I want to have a grandkid. When right. did that happen? We're still 25. You know right. what I mean? Like, so I'm like, that part to me is like, wow, you, you, you look on the other side of that and you're like, how did this whole world like get built when you think you're just not getting anywhere you look back like that we look at each other and we're like get here yeah and we drive someday <laughs> and we're like we did this you know right. it's like it's so cool because we stuck it out we stuck it out we did it and we did it together, together. and at the end of the day you know like I said we met when we were 15 and 17 I remember his 18th surprise birthday party that's how I <laughs> know she was there <laughs> wow and it was like, yeah, but it was like, you know, you look at that and I see where we are today and you look at that kind of perspective and it's like, man, it's cool. You know, I'll write a book someday, but it's, 
it's super cool. Sometimes it brings you to tears, but it's yeah. exciting that we look at each other at the end of the day and we go, yeah. we, we did this together, the two of us. Yeah. And know? in business is really cool because now we have the opportunity to speak wisdom and life into our young employees. And it's um, fun. And it's fun. You know, you see that's a lot of them are like our own kids almost, you know, like, are they really listening, you know, or, and then they'll come back days later and say something that, you know, confirms what we had told them, you know, <laughs> just recently, you know, so that's really cool. That's nice. You know, be able to make, yeah, making a, a positive impact in these young people in that way. You know? I love that so much. You guys are phenomenal. Like role model, for sure. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and just like you said, just little kids still doing it. Like what? <laughs> I love yeah, that. We look at each other and we still I see. I was wondering, you, ever, you know, those commercials, those, you see the sweetest old people, like, like 80s or 90s, they look at each other and then you'll see that other picture where they, when they were young. I get that now. Like I look at him and I still see the, the kid I fell in love with. The young, you, you, see, <laughs> you, you right, know, yeah. you really do see the young person you fell in love with. No matter how old we get and our bodies change and everything else, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's just us. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's and, awesome. and we're, we're trying to, we, we try to keep it young and fresh and, and stuff because it, we, ha- we are in a different season of our life. Mm-hmm. So we have to be intentional about some things, you know, and, and we've got to worry about our health too and, and stuff like that. We're old. You know? we're, <laughs> get things are starting to break down. <laughs> <laughs> Our conversations are that sometimes. That's this right. hurts. Yeah. Hurts. <laughs> I want to get out of bed, my back. So, yeah. It's fun growing all together. It is. <laughs> to look back on what we've come through. Mm-hmm. So, right. yeah, there's definitely, you know, there's some hills and valleys in there, but to be on this plateau is fun. Nice. I can see. <laughs> thank you guys for keeping it real with me and just being yourselves. And thank you for being loving and doing you, honestly. Um, I really appreciate it. Again, thank you for taking time. And yeah, just keep keep it up. I'd love to keep stay in the loop. Yeah. 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 Thank you for considering us. <laughs> yeah, look, we love you do too. Yes. And I just love that you even... Um, <laughs> It was cool when you asked us because, like you said, you, you know, as a relationship coach, you're, you're telling people that it's like, hey, maybe I don't have 20 years in or 30 years in with a, a person, but you seek it out. I think that's one thing, even when we met all those years ago and you were young, you, you did things, you were so determined in your intentions and you knew what you wanted and the no compromise. And I saw that strength in you and that determination. And it was um, we just knew, we always thought, even that you left such an impression on our whole family. Mm-hmm. It was like you left, we were like, man, that kid's going to do stuff. Yeah. Um, it was really cool. So to, to be here and, and have you asking us these questions and talking to us, it's pretty cool. It's cool. Yeah. That's it's awesome. And to see who you've become and what you've done in the lives that you're changing in the season you're in is, is pretty cool too. And to get to be a part of it, that's, that's on our list of cool things we're getting to do together. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it. Thank you for that reflection too. I really appreciate it. You guys rock. I love you. Thank you. And we'll chat soon. All right. right. Bye. All right. Bye.